Have you heard that Netflix is raising its rates like 30%? It's going from $10.99 to $13.99. And is that something that's going to make you decide, eh, who needs streaming anyway? Not me. After seeing Ozark, which is the most recent one I've watched, it was as compelling to me as uh, Breaking Bad was a few years ago, which is another Netflix production. I have to have Netflix. I love the stuff that they do. And for me, there's no raise. Why? Because uh, I have two homes, as you may know. I, I live in Toronto and I live in Florida as well. And my Netflix subscription is in the States where I pay, I guess, about ten ninety nine, but that's U.S. money. So I'm already at thirteen ninety nine. What do I care? <laughs> However, if you're in Canada, that $3 may hurt you. We have a tech expert by the name of Adam Oldfield. Uh, he is Global News Radio's tech expert, as I've mentioned, and he's with us now. Hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going, Peter? It's going great. Uh, maybe it's not going so great for people who think that thirteen ninety nine is an awful lot more than ten ninety nine. And I'm not making light of that. It may be uh, that three dollars makes a difference to some people. But is Netflix worth it? Uh, well, you know, let's go back to Netflix being what it was when it started. It came out of the market at seven ninety nine, and I think where we're three dollars is really it, it's a lot of money. I mean, that adds up over a, a period of a whole year. You're you're looking at almost thirty six dollars added to your average cost. But let's step back, take a look at how they're approaching this. First and foremost, Netflix in the last year they've increased their prices subtly. And it doesn't surprise me. Netflix is burning through money like no tomorrow. I mean, just to give you a perspective, Netflix has 700 original shows that came out in 2018. 700, Peter. So, so what you're saying is when, I, when I'm jumping up and down and saying I loved Ozark, Ozark is yeah. uh, an ongoing series. There will be an, uh, a season three. There are already two seasons of about nine episodes each, and those episodes are an hour long. Those cost a fortune to make. Huge. We're talking at minimum a million. And, I mean, if you're watching any of these Marvel programs um, that are available and coming out, we're not talking beachcombers, Canadian content. Netflix has invested a lot of money and resources into uh, its programming and want to continue to do that. And as I mentioned, um, it, there's, they spent $8 billion on content in one year. Yes. But that's, their, but that's their business. That's the point, I guess, is that's their business. And when they, and I'm not, I'm not the apologist for Netflix, but I'm simply saying that if they're putting it up three bucks because they want to maintain profit for shareholders, um, and, and, um, they're looking at a subscriber base that has to sustain that $3 increase. They better damn well make sure that they have the content. So it's, it's chicken or egg or egg and chicken doesn't matter which the question to the subscriber is, is that content worth my $13? And I'm just wondering, and I'm looking for speculation by you, is is this something that's going to lose them business in Canada? And I, I'm sure that the short answer is yes. But the question is, are they going to retain or gain more than they're going to lose? I think what we're going to see is uh, Netflix has indicated they were going to increase the prices in the past. When they put it up a dollar, they, they actually made the comment, and that was over a year and a half ago. I think it was $2. They started to break up the tiered system. Losing definitely subscribers will always happen. If you take any service and you start adding any kind of fees to it, it goes without saying people are going to be frustrated. They're going to leave. Here's the thing I'm seeing with Netflix. They have a commitment to want to uh, saturate a market with programming, original programming. I think next year, in the next three years, we're going to see a lot more uh, new services coming to the market. We have uh, the Apple channel coming out. We know that Disney's got their own streaming. Keep in mind... Netflix is losing in the year 2020 all of the Marvel 
series, all of the Star Wars rebroadcasts are going to be gone. They've got to figure out how they're going to increase their market share and keep their revenues coming in. And this is just once a big step. And I think they're trying to, I'm going to say, weed out the, those that want to stay and those that, that want to go. And they're going to be needing to do this for a sustainable business model uh, to exist for it to exist. So going back, we as consumers, we have options. I don't think Netflix is the biggest market out there that we can look at and go, yay, that's where we, that's where we only can go and, and you have cable and Netflix. No, we're going to see Prime is available. They're trying and struggling to get out. As I mentioned, Disney is going to be coming out with their channel and we know they've got phenomenal programming and content that users want. I think Netflix as a, as a whole is going to need to think about its, its programming and it's got award-winning shows. It, it, you know, we could all joke about the fact that the American programming is way better than Canada, but it, there's only so many programmings allowed in its network and following that, the CRTC has been getting a lot of flack in regards to Netflix not complying to its rules and regulations. I think Netflix is trying to adhere to that and they're going to have to factor into their costs how that's going to impact when the government finally says to Netflix, you need to focus on more Canadian content, you need to follow the rules as the same broadcasters do in this country, and as such, you've got to start contributing your costs into a big pot that has to be uh, applied to that. That's always been discussed, and Netflix has always been able to kind of hide in the weeds, if you will. I, I got to stop you. I got to stop you there, okay? Because you're going on about the CRTC, and uh, when you look south of the border, they haven't got a CRTC, and these services are not regulated by any government body because they're not broadcast services or even considered cable services, which we regulate in Canada. So Canada is right. a piece of the pie, but it's a small piece of the pie and I have to ask the question and I'm not asking it of you because I think it's rhetorical how long do you think the CRTC is going to get to control this stuff as so many of these services roll out because that begs the next question which is isn't streaming if it isn't already the present the future of television delivery in Canada it is absolutely 100% we're seeing that with YouTube it's been the it's been the forefront in the growth market of where we've seen uh, entertainment for years and I think uh, moving forward into this, yeah, Canada's going to have to, I'm talking about a regulatory body, they've been struggling for years how to manage that. And, and this is where the cable companies are all sitting and screaming, why are we being held down under your regulations and your costs and, and, and so forth? In the meantime, this new technology is stepping over us and, and leaving us in the dust in a lot of ways. So uh, coming back to it, I think we have to, as Canadians, realize that if we want to keep programming and Netflix gives a lot. They, they do a lot of filming. They do a lot of uh, reinvestment back into the country. And I think that's something to factor in that uh, not all programming is horrible with Netflix. I think what the real challenge is, where is that cost? Where is that breaking point that we as, as people that spend money have to factor in? And, you know, when you're running any business, Peter, in Canada, I'll say this straight out. It is going to cost more for, for regardless of whatever it is, streaming, whether you're making metal fabrication products or otherwise, it's going to cost more in Canada. And if well, you of course it in, is. It's going to cost well, more because our dollar is worth 70 cents approximately uh, <laughs> against the U.S. dollar. So, I mean, if you take the 1099 that goes to 1399, all you're really doing is looking at Netflix saying, uh, we're losing money by operating on Canadian dollars, so we're going to nick you three, three more dollars the way everybody else does when you're dealing with somebody who's stateside based. Isn't that right? 
That is, it is. It's absolutely it. I think what's going to happen is we're going to see a, a rise of cancellations and then people go, geez, I didn't realize I probably did use Netflix quite a bit. And we're going to see them come back. Why? Because the product and the, and the quality of the product is still there for how long. I can't speak to that because I, I don't sit on Netflix all day watching programs, but my wife loves uh, Orange is the New Black and swears by some of the programming that's coming out on it. I'm not going to sit back and argue whether it's good or not con good content or not good content. I will say that it needs to be, I think we're going to see at ha the happy zone, Peter, is less than $20. If Netflix gets over that $20 threshold in the next year or two, I think they're in deep trouble and we won't, be, we won't have to worry about any uh, horrible programming coming out on Netflix because they won't even have the ability to exist. Well, the interesting thing, Adam, is that whether it's Netflix or it's ultimately Amazon Prime or uh, we deal with Crave or you look at a big American service called Hulu, there, there are a lot of services yep. and there will be more services. There's one thing that is uh, absolutely the same in many respects as traditional television was. It costs a lot of money to make television uh, or video, if you want to call it that. Uh, to create uh, significant programs with significant acting talent and all the rest of it. These guys are the new Hollywood movie uh, producers. So if it costs that kind of money, you've got to pull in uh, a commensurate amount of money with a lot left over for shareholders, or you don't get to stay in business. So far, okay. they're doing it. The question that has to be asked is, as the shakeout occurs, uh, are they going to be able to continue to do it? Uh, and ultimately, uh, it's going to affect broadcast stations as well because they own a franchise called Local News, but not a hell of a lot else, right? Well, that is. That's correct. And local news and programming has always been subsidized through advertising. Keep in mind, again, going back to Netflix, there isn't any advertising. But we're going to have programming YouTube announced with uh, uh, YouTube Premium. They're going to be taking all of their costs and now offering it for free. You can either pay the premium, uh, which is a subscription with, with YouTube, which is a very minimal amount. I think it's $8.99 in Canada or $9.99. And now they're going to offer it as of, the, I think, in January 2019. We'll be able to get YouTube uh, uh, programming, unique programming, will be available. However, you will have to watch ads. So YouTube's got a great model, and their model is going to be competing with Netflix, which only revenue is going to be subscription-based. And the problem with the subscription base, going back to it again, and why they have to increase is because of what you said, the cost of production, the tax credits they're going to get filming in Canada, those will always exist, but that will go for American programming. And last to the point is that they have to obviously satisfy shareholders. $8 billion in one year to spend on content and to be able to keep that revenue coming in and spent is, is a challenge. They have to make revenue some way. It's either going to be uh, that Television. Television, the only constant in the world is change and changing. It is. Tell me something. You're going to pay the three bucks? <laughs> I would. Absolutely, I would. I already Absolutely. do. I already do. Well, it, it's, worth, <laughs> it's worth the cost, and I find the value and in, in the benefit of it is, is very, very advantageous. So I, I don't think we're going to – we'll be having this call again, Peter, when it hits 20 bucks. I suppose we will. Thanks so much, Adam. My pleasure, Peter. And that was Adam Oldfield, Global News Radio tech expert. I am Peter Sherman, and this is Global News Radio.